Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. Today we continue with the Go stories, the Go practical lessons, and we want to talk about the story of the Queen of the Bible. Praise the Lord. Ladies, amen. Head is high. And now we are adjusting the crown. Malkias in the house, hallelujah. You don't look excited, but Misawa, me, I'm excited. The story of Queen Esther, who was an orphan slave who became a queen in a land of captivity. The pagan empire of Persia. The Bible says it covered 127 nations. The Arab nation, it covered some part of Africa, it covered some part of um, the East, the Middle East. And so God calls this lady at a very difficult time. And one of the things you realize all through what we, uh, the guys are talking about, I don't think there's anyone that God calls in the Bible who was just comfortable. Like Alikotome to Leah to a Kosawa. And he calls you to a place of testifying of his goodness. And even the place he calls you to is difficult. The people he calls you to are difficult. And so I hope that by the end of today, or end of this season, you will understand that even you have been called to go to testify of the goodness of God in these difficult times. In the times when it is so difficult even for guys to believe the word of God. He's calling you in that time. Praise the Lord. Turn your Bibles to Esther chapter 4. We'll read from verse 12 to 17. Esther chapter 4, we are reading from verse 12 to 17. Esther, I go up to after Genesis. Simbali, son, after Chindu. Esther chapter 4, verse 12 to 17. If you're there, say amen. When Esther's words were reported to Mordecai, he sent back this answer. Do not think that because you are in the king's house, you alone of all Jews will escape. For if you remain silent at this time, relief and deliverance for the Jews will arise from another place. But you and your family and your father's family will perish. And who knows but that you have come to your royal position for such a time as this. Then Esther sent this reply to Mordecai, Go gather together all the Jews who are in Susa and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. I and my attendants will fast as you do. When this is done, I will go to the king even though it is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went away and carried out all of Esther's instructions let's pray father as we look at the instruction of your word bless us in this beautiful short time we have together in jesus name we all shout amen, amen. and so guys last week we talked about moses getting the children of israel from egypt to the promised land and one of the things i think you've heard me say a lot in this house is that God's journey with you is also the journey of getting you from Egypt to the promised land. Each one of us, I was talking to a couple this week, 
And I was telling them, Msinione to pastor, I also have an Egypt that God got me from and is getting me or anipeleka to the promised land. Each one of you has an Egypt, Alikutoa. One of the things you notice God says to the children of Israel, now he was very keen. Alikutoa, guys, I am going to get you to the promised land, but when I get you there, tafadali, 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 do not forget me. If you do, I will remove you from the promised land and get you back again in bondage. And that is true. One of the things we encourage one another in the house is be spiritually disciplined. If you're not disciplined, every so often the Jepata will struggle with the same thing you used to struggle with 5, 16, 20 years ago. And so we find the children of Israel in the book of Esther in captivity. In the book of Kings, God now and sends Nebuchadnezzar to get them back to captivity. Not Egypt this time, but the land, the kingdom, the empire of Persia. And when they get there, they are now slaves again. Imagine that. One of the saddest things in scripture in Agwanga here. God gets us out of Egypt into the promised land. And then because of our disobedience, every so often, we find ourselves in bondage again. If you're there, be encouraged because this is the story of Esther. Because God calls her in captivity. I love what he told Jeremiah. But Jeremiah, please tell my children that even though they are going into the promised land, uh, into, into captivity, even in captivity, I will still encourage them. Tell them to settle there and to buy property and to grow. Because even in captivity, Badoniko, praise the Lord. So Esther finds herself an orphan. She's an orphan. She has no parents. So imagine you are captive and an orphan. And just like Moses, God comes and calls this orphan. Point number one is the same as last week's point number one. Now, I notice you a lot in this month. Just because you're a slave and an orphan, it doesn't mean God cannot use you or call you. This is said last month as well, that somebody picked myself again. And it's out. I don't know what you disqualify yourself with. Most of the time, we disqualify ourselves because of the state of who we are. Some of us are slaves. Some of us are the lowest in our families. Nobody pays attention to us. We are the lowest of the lowest of the low. Some of us are orphans. And yet you're sensing God is still requiring of you to go and make disciples. I hope and pray, like we said last month, this is not a discouragement. And if it is, receive strength from the Lord. Amen? He tells us in Job 34 verse 19, God shows no partiality to princes and never will and will not favor the rich over the poor for they are all the work of his hands. It doesn't matter what state you find yourself in. One of the things I used to struggle with, last, last week we share a lot of what the things I struggled with. Amen? While I cause a podcast. Amen? One of the things I used to struggle with, I used to ask Jehovah, Jehovah, I was born in like 
Island. I was born Mtan. You know, meaning so Mtan. I grew up in the Dora for crying out loud. The great people I know in scripture are not even scripture. You know, now you're, you're starting to become a Christian. The guys we knew, I never knew the story. So, the final product. And I used to be like, we're not the same. We don't look alike now. Because you're looking at the states now. This one has 150 churches. So, how come? You're calling me from nothing. How am I supposed to get to speak to people at the ear and understand and take me seriously? Some of us ask those questions. Which one is yours? Esther was a slave. She was one that had no parents and orphan. Alikuwa a guardian, but you know it's not the same. And God called her anyway. I beg you by the master of God that if God has placed in your heart the beckoning, you know, the urge to go and spread his word, to encourage a brother or sister, to shout from the rooftops about his goodness, don't run away. One of the things I was ministering this week somewhere and I was reminding them that God is a God of fathers. One of the things I think we struggle with in this end last times that God is upon a paradox me. I was talking about the fact that some of us are wondering how, how is Jehovah three in one? Something as simple as that. From the time you lose when I was minister, you said, Pastor, I don't even understand this three in one business. What do you mean three in one? How is God in heaven and yet his spirit lives and hovers around the world? What is that? See, according to simple, they are God is paradox, he is a paradox on his own. And in these last days, and Jesus said it, when he was talking to the disciples, guys, I'm a carpenter's son, but don't allow that to offend you. Because I'm still Jehovah. They almost killed him for those statements. So, the paradox God allows in your lives, in our lives, don't allow that to stop you from spreading the good news of the Lord. Amen? Just because she was an orphan and a slave, God still called her. I have learned a story. The king of the Persian Empire, Xerxes, has an episode with her current queen, chapter 1, Vashti. Hey, your episode Nibaya because guy gets drunk with the friends and then calls the queen to come and display herself. Well, if you go to the very details of that, Nakwambia, there will be a match in our town again because it was bad. She was demanding her to come in front of the guests naked and to show, showcase herself, for which the queen said no. And that costed her the throne. That is how Esther gets away all the way into the kingdom of Persia. Esther is told by Mordecai, the cousin, to consider, because now they're looking for a new queen. She obliges and begins the journey into the preparation for consideration into the kingdom. Queen Dom. 
Guys, point number two is this. In order to move into some secular spaces for ministry, wait for the direction of God. Let me say that again. In order to move into some secular spaces for ministry, wait for the direction of God. Mordecai is very key in Esther's life. And even when I was processing this, I was like, do we talk about Mordecai or do we talk about Esther? Because they are used almost in similar fashion. Only that Mordecai was bolder. I love the story of Esther because Esther is most of us. You find yourself in situations, then you're like, oh, wait a minute. How did I get here? Maybe, just maybe, God wants to use me even in this space. Mordecai in Esther's life is almost God in our life. Where even in this direction of getting into the king's palace, she's directed by Mordecai. The reason I say that is Mordecai is a godly man. He's a Jew who understands the law of God and directs Esther all of her life to the right places. So my question to you is who is directing you in all the decisions that you're making? Who is directing you to the places that you're going? Which person is there actively in your life directing you? Ah, and the left. No, 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 no. Go right. Buddha, don't quit. Keep on. Who's that? Because we each have one. Everybody here has a person. I hope it is Jehovah. And on top of Jehovah, I hope you have somebody, a mentor, somebody that is godly, that directs you to the right places. Even with the decisions that you're making in life. And I dare say, upon I after in the making the decision of failure to Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Kuna direction neza kwa kwa hiyo vijiko ujipate mashakani. Amen. Kuna tom plan neza ingia hiyo siku toka hapo bila simu. Praise the Lord. Who is directing you to go get the spoons in your house? For Esther it was Mordecai. The Bible says he was a Jew, a devout Jew who knew of the Lord, who loved the Lord. One of the things we need to remember in this number two is Esther was being called into a secular space for ministry. And guys, and I've said this story many times, of the pastor who, because alikuwa mchungaji, now already your day, tameenda shule, Bishop amemwekelea mkono akasema ah now nikiangalia hii area ya Mbakasi naona kuna brothel pale tunaenda no maombi no preparation no direction tunaenda see we have the fire of god let's go huh. it took pastors to get him off this is an actual story guys i'm not making this one up and i'm not calling msikia tamecheka hapo nyuma anajua this is an actual story Pastors had to go and get our brother out of the brothel. Has God called you into a secular space? And before you tell me, Pastor, you're young. Uh, most of us work in secular spaces. We do. 
We do business with secular individuals. We work in secular companies. I dare say that if you love the Lord, it is the Lord who has placed you there. Just like Esther. My question to you is this. For those who are maybe searching for a new place, I sense it's time for me to move to the next place. Is God directing you to the new secular space? For Esther, it was the Lord. In order to move into some secular spaces, wait for God's direction, I beg you, dear brother and sister. That way, he will sustain you in the new space. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Psalms 37 verse 30. The godly offer good counsel. They teach right from wrong. Do you have good counsel in your life? Do you have good counsel? I spoke to a lady a couple of weeks back who was telling me, Akianza could date. She realized the person she was dating was a bit older. Now I got to catch up in the American that will be your grandfather. And that bothered her for a while. Then she remembered, wait, 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 I have a very godly mother. Let me ask her. And then she struggled, struggled. Struggle. You know, the other day I was processing. But hey, Dad, how are you? But now, there's this guy. Ah, he's dead. In Jesus' name. Hey, baka naskia na sweat kidogo. Mama, ya. And so the mother asked the question, where? I see there's an issue here. What's the issue? Nini, unakau kuna story. Then she goes, Mama, I'm dating. Yeah, okay. Hmm. Yeah. Eh, how is he? Then, 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 my story, my story, my story. Then she goes, but there's something bothering me, ma'am. Um, he's older. Wakasema, hey, aunt. How old? 20, 30, 40, 50. But you know, maybe three or four. I'm be a talker. Get out of here. Talker. No, that's, that's a non-issue. Do you think this is somebody you can live with? Anajua, yes, yes. Konakazi, uh, yes. Is he responsible? Yes. You like him? Yes. So what's the issue? She told me after that conversation, the story of the age disappeared. Good counsel. Where are you getting your counsel from? Over anything. Atavijiko. Praise the Lord. Yeah, I'm Have you ever had somebody tell you at Kuna place when get Sijui Nini na Nini na Nini? Then you go there, and that is the day Simu inaenda, sijui kiatu, sijui moja lichukuliwa, sijui lichapua coffee, you don't remember yourself, kidogo. And then you're like, um, seban. I will never ask them for another. Yeah. Who do you get counsel from? Esther got a counsel from Mordecai. We're not even told that Esther believed. We are told towards the end that she fasted. Which tells her that she listened to godly counsel. Guys, I beg you, if you're going into the secular space, get direction from God. He will direct you as he directed Esther. He will direct you as he directed Joseph. All the way to the top. In Jesus' name. Amen. 
Aya, Esther now is in the king's palace. And then all of a sudden, she's receiving a lot of favors. Remember the story? Even in the place of preparation, by the person who was in charge of the harem, the group of ladies, Hagar, he, she receives a lot of favor. The Bible says she finds herself provided with beauty treatment, special food. He also assigned, this Hagar, assigned to her seven female attendants, selected from the king's palace and moved her and her attendants into the best place in the harem. Esther received major favor in this secular place of, of calling. When God chooses you for his work, number three, sometimes, it's not all the time, you'll find yourself receiving so much favor from him. So much favor. Have you ever found yourself in a space that you know very well? About a mungwa you go. Your boss doesn't even know that you know the Lord. They didn't know who Esther was. But there's favor. Have you ever been in that kind of space? They needed a supervisor. Did the supervisor's work for less than three months and promoted straight to manager of the whole packaging division of the company. I'm a nobody in this nation. How is this possible? But for Esther, it is very key to remember that you're not getting the favor because of you. God is blessing you with the favor to remind you that he still expects you to shine his light, his goodness, to speak for him when the time comes. To go and make the disciples, even in that place. Esther received favor all the way to the queen of Persia, 127 nations. Imagine that. Are you in such kind of place? I'm a people in the favor. But some of us know this favor. Akito kama ni sawa kito kumbuka. Eh, Jehovah ni kuangusha. Ni liangusha mu. Mia, guys, mia, mia, I saw this favor. Ah, ni lianda ni kapati mbai. After your favor, ah, ni diparatu. I just called my Manchester United guys. Every weekend to likuatu mahali. To kichafua mbai. Apata si sima praise the Lord. Nasiyo kuchafua mna fikiria. Eh, where? Eh. What, do you, what are you doing with the favor in your life? Because at some point, God favors you in the secular place. What are you doing with it? Because Esther, I believe, started hinting, just like Joseph. If you remember Joseph's story, Yak and Joseph are very parallel. That, this favor, God will ask for it. Guys, my, my request to you is to understand that maybe, just maybe, the favors we are receiving in our place of work, the favors we are receiving, even in business, might be just for the fact of shining the light of God when the time comes. Because your time is a kuja. Praise the Lord. 
Aya, tuendelea story. One of the directives Mordecai gives Esther is to make sure for the initial part of her time as a queen not to reveal who she is. And some of us may actually say, ah, pastor, hii ilikuwa uongo, hii ni story. How can you hide your identity as a child of God in a secular space if it is not lying? But remember what we said before. To Esther's life, Mordecai was almost like God, directing her in the right paths continuously. Which reminds us of the place of prayer. Ilea, in every decision you're making in life, I hope it is from the place of prayer where God is directing you. You can be, eh, don't go to the left, and I go straight. If you can turn to the right. This person that is going to come to talk to you, to Leah don't reveal too much. Esther was told the same, and she obeyed. Number four, it is okay not to reveal our beliefs in God too early in some secular situations or spaces until much later when God directs. That is what happened in Esther's life. So are you wise, the Bible says, as a serpent in some of these situations? Are you waiting for God's directive? Even in the testifying, even in the going, I'm going to torture like our pastor to the brothel quick because you know you have power from God. Let's go. Uh, how are you going? Are you waiting for God's directive? God sometimes allows that we not reveal who we are as his children until a later better opportunity from him. All we have to do then is to be alert. How? The place of prayer. The place of spiritual discipline. The reason I ask us consistently to be disciplined spiritually is for the alertness of our soul. You move in yourself, ah, it's time. Now, I really wanted to speak to that group over there. That went. My sister has been in my heart for a while. I think it is time. This colleague of mine, I sense God is saying, go. That is what Esther did. Is it lying? No. When confronted about your beliefs, admit them. When not confronted, stay still until the opportunity reveals itself. In revealing who you are, seek guidance from God. Amen? It helps us in the ground of going. In the place of spreading the message of the love of Jesus. If you do it too early, you might mess it up. If you do it too late, you may mess up. Let's wait for God's directive. Na kipeana, enda, mbio. Because Esther chilled Pali as the queen. Naji. And was waiting again for the directive of God. To learn a story. Esther is now queen, chapter 2. We're told in verse 20, she still continued to listen to the uncle Mordecai. The uncle instructs her not to reveal a Jewish parentage in verse 10. And in verse 20, it is repeated for us to remember how obedient she still was to her godly uncle. Number five, 
Don't stop listening to God's counsel after your promotion. Don't stop. Each person here, how many of us are waiting for God to make a breakthrough? The good news is this. God will give the breakthrough. The good news is this. God will give the breakthrough. Amen. Mm. After he gives you the breakthrough, don't stop listening to him. <laughs> Esther never forgot the counsel of Mordecai. Not even once. There is nowhere in the book of Esther, apart from one which is Angalia, that Esther goes, Angalia for Mordecai, I'm the queen. Excuse you. You better check yourself. At coming here with those directives. Where, where? She continued to listen to the counsel. Guys, are you listening to the counsel of God even today? How many of us remember when we had nothing? Simanisi, rent in January. Ah 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 ah. Those many years back. When you didn't even know one day you'd have your space, your house, with your family, that you'd be buying your own food. You know, the first day I bought milk, my goodness. I remember it to date. You know why? Because in our house, milk was in a pangwa. Milk, chai, akuna milk, akunwa to play. So I found myself with some money from the first job I ever did. Okay, me, my first job. Praise the Lord. Hey. With the thought of I'm going to make chai. Like we always did in the house. See that mentality. Then just before wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait, wait. Who am I making tea for? Guys, we remember the places you come from. There's a time where, where you are now was the prayer you were praying. I'm going to say one. Jehovah, just allow me. That's where you are, Sai. Guys, even now, I beg you. There's another place you're looking at. When you get there, don't stop listening to God. Esther never stopped. The reason the children of Israel were in Persia was because of not listening to God. Imagine that. That's why they were there. So, for those of us who have stopped, why have you stopped? There's no time. Basi, what do you mean listen to God? This week was that one for me. We tend to forget, guys, that if you are living according to the purposes of God, that He will promote us. God takes us from glory to 
even in the secular field. When he does, continue to listen to him. Don't stop. Deuteronomy 8, 6 to 20. Observe the commands of the Lord your God, walking in obedience to him and revering him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land. Amen? A land with brooks, streams, deep springs, gushing out into the valleys and hills. Land with wheat and barley, vines and fig trees, pomegranates, olive oil and honey. Hey. Land where bread will not be scarce and you lack nothing. A land where the rocks and iron and the rocks are iron and you can dig copper out of the hills. When you have eaten and are satisfied, I am your Praise the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Verse 11. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, failing to observe his commands, his laws, and his decrees that I'm giving you today. Otherwise, when you eat and are satisfied, when you build fine houses and settle down, when your herds and flocks grow large and your silver and gold increase, and all you have is multiplied, then your heart will become proud and you will forget the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. He led you through the vast and dreadful wilderness, that thirsty and waterless land with its venomous snakes and scorpions. He brought you water out of hard rock. He gave you manna to eat in the wilderness, something your ancestors had never known, to humble and test you so that in the end it might go well with you. Verse 17. You may say to yourself, my power and the strength of my hands have produced this wealth for me. But remember verse 18, the Lord your God, for it is he, who gives you the ability to produce wealth, and so confirms his covenant, which he swore to your ancestors as it is today. If I ever forget the Lord your God, if you ever forget the Lord your God, and follow other gods, and worship, and bow down to them, I testify against you today that you will surely be destroyed. Like the nations the Lord destroyed before you, so you will be destroyed for not obeying the Lord. You are God. Guys, promotion will come. Just like in the life of Esther. But don't stop listening to the Lord and his directives. Especially the directive of Sharing his love for the dying one. Amen? In Esther chapter 3, the evil man, Haman, plots to kill the Jews because Mordecai refuses to bow down before him. We know the story of Haman. How he comes in the place of promotion and now wants to kill the children of God. Even in the secular space, the enemy will come after you. Especially if you are strong in the, in the ways of the Lord. Especially if you hold your ground. You're not swaying to the left or to the right. And all of a sudden, Vita turns. And if you ever worked in an organization, in a group of people, you know. If you're doing business, you know what I'm talking about exactly. Number six. Even when the craziness comes, don't be afraid to testify in that place of power when the time is right. 
Because what the enemy now is coming to try to do is to shut you up. To kill your testimony. To make you go numb. To go with the flow. To keep quiet. Because naona shida hapa. Hapa nikisema hii nitaingiliwa hapa. Matthew 10:16 to 20. I am sending you out like sheep among wolves. Nasikia hiyo? Imagine Kuinesta. I am sending you out. God Christ is telling his people like sheep among wolves. Therefore be as shrewd as snakes and as innocent as doves. Be on your guard. He tells them. You will be handed over to the local councils and be flogged in the synagogues. These are the disciples. On my account, you'll be brought before governors and kings to witness to them and to the Gentiles. But when they arrest you, when they start attacking you, persecuting you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you'll be given what to say. For it will not be you speaking, but the spirit of your father speaking through you. The reason even with persecution in the place of your calling in the secular space must be allowed and to persevere is because of the spirit of God in us. God said I will never leave you nor forsake you. He said I will be with you to the very end of time. Don't be afraid. Because now when the time comes to speak don't be afraid it doesn't matter where you are God will help you in chapter 4 for Esther it was, it was now time Esther now she has to speak why? death is coming for the children of Israel genocide is right around the corner for the whole nation of Israel. What can she do? Initially, she almost refused the request. Because Mordecai comes and tells her, Madam, I've just found out that our people are going to be destroyed. The law is almost coming out. Washington Supreme Court, we are gone. So I need you to go to the king. She says, I have just been begin. Esther responded by saying, I have just come from seeing the king not long ago. And he must summon me. I can't just go. Fear. Guys, don't allow fear to stop you from sharing the love of Jesus. Don't allow it. When the beckoning comes into your heart, and we know there is a student of God, God is talking to me now. God is talking. When he's talking, please, 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 speak. Speak. Maybe, just maybe, could it be that the reason God has placed you in such a powerful position in the, in the, in the, in the place is to stand in the gap for God's people? Could it be? Some of us assume that Pahali Tuko, God does not need 
me to speak for him. The business that you do, the family that you're in that never speaks of God. You are familiar to an eleva, familiar to, you know, those, we don't even pray before meals. But you know him and you have the urge, you have a sense in your spirit, hey, 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 God, God, there's something you want me to do. Could it be that you're there, like Esther, to do something, to shine the light of Jesus? He makes everything work for the good of those that are his children and are called according to his purpose. If you're a child of God, then whatever or whichever place you find yourself in is for your good. So could it be? That you're there for a reason. Could it be that you're interacting with the president for a reason? Now come on, Kwapa, to say dear, praise the Lord. Could it be? Don't be silent when God urges you in the secular space to testify about Him. Don't be silent. Pray and fast in the secular space for God's favor. And organize others like Esther did. To do the same. How can I go into a place now? People don't pray in your space. They don't. Shine the light of God. Pray with them. Same as I say. We are meeting every 1230. There's nobody there. Let's go and pray. Confidently confront the secular space of the things that are against God and His people. Have you ever been in such a special space here? After, when they start talking about the things of God, we go quiet. Why? Because they are attacking. They are attacking. What you can say? Ah, my pastor squeezes. Yeah, mchangi yapo. Ama you go quiet. Because confront it with the light of God. Know that the more you confront the enemy, the more he'll fight you, guys. Fight on, enemy. Guys, fight on. There's a reason you have the light of God inside of you. There's a reason you are where you are. And if it is so tough that you don't even know what to do, wait and see the salvation of God. Amen? That's what Esther did. Initially she was like, eh. And then... Mordecai tells Esther 4.14 Esther 4.14 If he remained silent, Esther This time Relief and deliverance for the Jews Will come From another place But you and your family will perish Who knows that you've come to your Royal position for such a time as this Guys, if we refuse Number 7 to confess, to testify, to shine the light of God before others. We are perishing. I've always wondered, he could perish. How? But remember we mentioned it last month. We said that if you are afraid to shine the light of God, even to your children, even to those that are close to you, if you do not have the confidence to go, despite the Spirit of God supposedly being in our hearts when we receive Jesus, then could it be that maybe the Spirit of God is not inside of you? 
but we have not accepted Jesus. And so we don't know how to go. I hope that's not the case. Don't remain silent at the secular place God has placed you. Just like Esther, shine the light of God. Amen? Matthew 10, 32 and 33. Whoever acknowledges me before others, I will acknowledge before my Father in heaven. Whoever disowns me before others, I will disown before my Father in heaven. Jesus says again in Mark 8, 38, 8, 38, if anyone is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, the Son of Man will be ashamed of them when he comes in his Father's glory with the holy angels. Do not be ashamed. We said this last month. The Spirit of God is inside each one of us and gives us the boldness to shine the light of God right where we are. And if for any reason we refuse to confess the Lord, then are we really children of God? Mordecai was promoted and became the prime minister at the end of the story of Esther. He was a prime minister of the empire of Persia, the most powerful empire in the nation then. And he chose, even with the promotion, not to be ashamed of the testimony of God. Imagine that. Me, I remember in my promotion, I never spoke of Jesus once. Never. In a span of maybe what? Seven years. Or six, maybe five. I don't remember. Those, those things you, you're like Jehovah. Mordecai didn't. He went to the top of the nation and was still testifying of Jesus. He stood his ground when they came telling him, bow down. He spoke for integrity. And at the very end, his promotion was at the very top. Number eight, when we testify of the Lord in the secular space, promotion will come. Can I hear an amen? amen? Guys, I actually believe that even if you testify of the Lord and you're hated to the point of the persecution, of losing your position, it is still promotion. Because God will sort you out. Amen? Amen. Have you never heard of guys who are saying, hey, Banapale niliongea, banasquizi, I think niko, nikama naenda to the exit. Sai. As a child of God, he will direct you to the next place. It might be difficult, but he will direct you. Stand for the Lord where you are shine his light because promotion will come Joseph testified of God as the revealer of dreams as the one who interprets dreams and his promotion came imagine God he and then I called his wife, so Buddha here, you're the guy for dreams. At yeah, by the way. But he was quick to say, but the dreams and the interpretation of dreams are from God. Promotion ikakuja. Don't be afraid, guys, to shine the light of God. Amen? Finally, the obedience of Queen Esther led to the establishment of a festival of honoring and remembering the Almighty God called Purim in chapter 9 that is still commemorated today. 
When we confess, number nine, and justify and stand up for God's people, we leave an inheritance. We leave a legacy that is unmatched. Purim is celebrated in March of every year when Israel remembers what Queen Esther did for the nation of Israel. He stopped, she stopped the genocide that was supposed to happen on the nation. And can you believe it or not? Would you believe that they actually read the book of Esther when they're celebrating Purim and share gifts and go to those that not have and share with them whatever they have simply because she never was afraid of coming out of her space and sharing the love of God. Joseph's testifying of God as the revealer of dreams and him the governor's position of Egypt and helped the rest of the world have food in a very difficult time. He left a legacy. Moses is still remembered because of the Passover. The Israelites celebrate that to date. Because as Tamara said Jehovah to Endicaz, now the Passover is remembered because of him. Jesus, the son of a carpenter, is remembered to date because he died for all of us. We still remember him even today. Guys, right where you are, Apple, in that difficult family, in those difficult relationships, God sends us there to confess and testify of him in order that we might save others because of him and leave an inheritance for them, a legacy of sorts. So begin to testify today. The reason God blesses us with children is that we leave the same legacy of godliness in them. But they may sit down and say, hey, I remember dad, boy, I remember. I remember mom. She taught me to pray. I've held on that to the very end. Can you imagine if that is the number one thing kids would remember you by? The wealth, the number one wealth we need to leave our children, guys, is the knowledge of God. Amen? Amen? Just because you're a slave and an orphan doesn't mean God cannot use you. In order to move into some secular spaces, we wait. We need to wait for the direction of God. When God chooses you for his work, sometimes you'll find yourself receiving favors. It is okay not to reveal our beliefs in God too early in some situations until much later. Don't stop listening to God when promotion comes. Don't be afraid to testify in the position of power when the time is right. If you refuse to confess, testify and shine God's light before others will perish. When we testify of the Lord in the secular space, promotion will always come. When we confess and testify and stand up for God's people, we live an inheritance. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.